Before we get into the podcast, be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at This Strange World Podcast and on Twitter at This Strange Pod. What's up, guys? Welcome back to This Strange World. I'm Chris. I'm Leah. I'm Gavin. Before we get in the video, make sure to drop a follow, make sure to hit like and subscribe. Hit the like button. I love how all the things you just named are things that people can't do. Because this is, I mean, it, it'll probably be on YouTube eventually. Make but sure to like, rate and review, guys. We make sure to rate and review podcast and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And remember, if you the 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 what is it like the tenth tenth follow, we'll get a follow back or like or like some like <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Tenth reply, we'll get a shout out. Ah, that's, okay. that took so. That took the energy out of me. That really did. <laughs> that was a so, so now that we're all nice and energetic, and Ooh. now the energy has died out, we're gonna talk about more cryptids. Ooh, more yes. cryptids. Yes, we kind of dove into a little bit of what this was in the last episode. You were talking about swamp and lake monsters a little bit, Gavin. Little swampy I, monsters you were I talking was... about. You were talking about Plant, swamp monsters. Plantae, the plant. plant. Well, let's plantae. just go through the whole season. Let's go through the plantae. The let's go through the whole season we're uh, looking back. Um, yeah, so Leah dove into some venomous stuff. None of these things I'm going to talk about are venomous, but they do kind of share the similar structure. They all kind of <laughs> look the same. Venomous and poisonous? And poisonous, I'm so sorry. I, is venomous the same as poisonous? Would you say no, venomous and poisonous are the same? different that's why they're both in the title <laughs> oh, i'm so sorry venomous and poisonous we're going to talk about lake monsters today these are the episode five of cryptids we're going to be talking about lake monsters um so guys uh if you haven't listened to this episode we're five episodes in if you're really just jumping in now i don't know what the hell you're doing but if you really are just jumping in now uh, a cryptids, according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, probably in my top five dictionaries that I love using, uh, the Merriam-Webster is always up there in the top three. Uh, a cryptid is an animal such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Contrary to popular belief, cryptids don't actually have to be supernatural, mythical, or even all that strange, though many popular creatures acquire these characteristics as their legends grow. Why wouldn't we talk about strange cryptids? I mean, this is the strange world, right? That's a great definition. I'm glad that you brought that in. <laughs> Thank you. Really solid. We should start using that definition. Yeah. Every episode. We should. We should start doing that. Let's start doing that. We'll start it from now. Starting. <laughs> wait, starting, starting now. now. <laughs> um, and so for those who are a little confused of what I'm going to talk about, so I'm going to be talking about lake monsters. If you don't know what those are, a lake monster is a, a form of freshwater or saltwater dwelling megafauna appearing in mythology, rumor, or local folklore. A well-known example is the Loch Ness Monster. I actually talked about this in a couple episodes previous. I talked. Oh about my this goodness, you did! Cryptids Part 2. Uh, that was my big, uh, what was it? It was like local, regional, global. This was like my global yeah. uh, thing. It's probably the most famous cryptid, I would say, besides Bigfoot. Definitely top two. Yeah, for de sure. Definitely top two and not two. Um, lake monsters' depictions are often similar to sea monsters. They are principally the subject of investigations by followers of the study of cryptozoology and folklore. 
Many lake monsters were considered to be dragon-like sea serpents in the early sightings. However, most of all lake monster sightings in modern times describe the beasts that have long necks and large bodies with flippers. This description matches an order of reptiles that existed during the time of the dinosaurs called plesiosaurs. Plesiosaurs first appeared in the early Jurassic and possibly Radian, latest Triassic period, and became especially common during the Jurassic period, thriving until the KT extinction at the end of the Cretaceous period. You crushed all those pronunciations. Dude, I did not stutter once. No stutters. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) I would not. Yeah, I feel like, like you said, obviously, Loch Ness Monster is the biggest example of uh, Loch Ness or of uh, Lake Monsters, which, again, like you said, we already talked about. Um, But I definitely feel like Lake Monsters are, uh, I mean, thank you for the definition, but they're pretty, uh, pretty well known. I would say for sure. Oh yeah. They, if, if you think of cryptids, you think of like monsters. Uh, there's also like some of the most famous cryptids of all time, and not just including Loch Ness monster are lake monsters. Like there's, we were going yeah. through earlier, we were going through the Scottish lakes and I was like, there's a lake monster for this lake. There's a lake monster for this lake. There's a lake monster for this lake. Like it's, if there's a lake, there's a monster for it. Essentially. That's- I know you. St- I don't know if you're saying that sarcastically or seriously, but that is true. That's like that. that that's how it is because everyone wanted their own lake monster. Yeah. Well, after Loch Ness, which is funny because the first cryptid that I'm going to be talking about, probably I was. This is just what I wrote in my script. I said probably the most well-known type of cryptid is the lake monster type. This includes the most famous cryptid, which I did an episode about in Cryptids Part Two, Loch Ness monster. Similarly to that monster, this lake monster is also found in Scotland. Lizzie is found in Loch Lochy which I have no idea if this is true or not, but Loch in Scottish means lake, so I can only assume it means Lake Lakey in English. It's like chai tea. Or like, what? wasn't there, like chai tea. Is that TT? Chai means tea. So it's just TT? So chai tea is TT. Or like, remember, wasn't there a meme like that was like moon moon, moony moon or something? There was some niche meme probably five years ago that was like some internet meme where it was like moon moon or something like that. I don't remember it. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Sounds vague. Yeah, I should have looked at it beforehand. But anyway. Anyways. All right. Lizzie, not to be confused with Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. Lizzie. So anyways, Lizzie is a lake monster who lives in the depths of Loch Lochy. The appearance of Lizzie is said to appear very similar to the appearance of the Loch Ness monster, and she has been sighted multiple times within the 20th century. Lizzie was first sighted four years before the Loch Ness monster. All right. sure so this is not a copy of the loch ness monster this is actually the og loch ness monster is lizzie here um so the og loch ness monster was discovered by two game wardens who first thought that they were looking at a large fallen tree but when they looked at it with a telescope that realized that this was not a tree but a very large beast that they had never seen before they watched lizzie swim for a mile before she submerged back into the water right i'm a skeptic okay what, what are you skeptic about, Gavin? Uh, here's what I think, which I know we'll talk about it more. I feel like these two guys, these two gardeners, saw the game, whole Loch Ness. Not gardeners. What, were they gardeners? They were game wardens. Oh, for some reason, my mind went, that's a gardener. Game wardens. Here's what happened. You got the plant. You got the plant. I, I still got the plant eye on the brain. Here's what <laughs> I think happened. I think they saw a tree in the water and then few years later people are like oh my god there's a lake monster in loch ness and they were like um actually we saw a lake monster in this other lake a few years ago so uh, 
So that's what I think. I'm Team Loch Ness. Leah, are you Team Loch Ness or are you Team Lizzie? Loch Ness. Oh, you Loch Ness are? Loch Lochy. So see, this is my thinking. I think they probably saw something and said, hey, here's this thing. Because four years is very specific. I feel like they were like, if they were like, oh, we saw that 10 years ago, they'd be like, okay, sure. Or, oh, we saw that five years ago. Four years is very specific to be making up something like that, I feel like. Maybe they were like, oh, my God, we just saw this crazy thing in the water. And everyone goes, you guys are crazy. Chill out, guys. And then four years later, people are like, oh, my God, Loch Ness Monster. And they're like, see, we told you. Like, there's definitely something in the water. Interestingly enough, there is something in the water because the next sighting came in 1960. So this is, I don't know when the first sighting was, but the, so the next sighting came in 1960. Well, yeah, so later, when staying in a caravan near Glen Vintag, Eric Robinson and his family and nine other witnesses spotted what looked to be a standing wave in the center of the lock. Much to everyone's amazement, Mr. Robinson claimed that the wave was actually a moving creature. Viewing the animal through his binoculars, Robinson estimated that the animal is between 30 and 40 feet in length, with a dark spine and a paler underbelly. Robinson and the other witnesses claimed the creature began to roll in the water, exposing a huge flipper before disappearing into the lock. So, there you go. Nine people are now seeing this thing. And they all said the same thing. All right. Color me a little less skeptical, but still skeptical. Let's hear, let's hear another encounter. So, all right. So let me just read a couple more encounters. Um, another sighting came in 1975 when Margaret Sargent and her family were passing by the lake. They saw an unusual wake in the middle of the then calm lake. A closer look showed that there was a long black body moving through the water. When Margaret snapped a photo of the beach, it disappeared into the water and the photo only showed the wake. Of course, it only did. Mm. It's always, it's always about, ah, oh, we just missed the video or we just <laughs> missed the picture. Ah. Oh. It was 1975. Cameras are not what they were now in 1975. They didn't have iPhones back then, Gavin. They didn't have iPhones. Hey, call back to almost every episode. <laughs> every right. episode we talk about the history. Right. Judge things before 2008. Um, well, this also happened before 2008. In 1996, Alastair Stevenson went fishing in Loch Lochie for a pike when his line snagged an 18-foot beast roughly the shape of an overturned rowboat. Stevenson said, I knew immediately it wasn't a pike with that ferocity. I had to stop the line, but when it when I did, the power started dragging the boat behind it. All the time, I'm thinking it was like a scene from Jaws. Fortunately, my line and rod snapped, and that was the end of that. I have no idea what it was, but it was a lot bigger than a pike. Turning the clocks back a little bit, before 1980, cryptozoologist Cameron Turner went to the lock to try to prove if this creature existed. He had made contact with a massive object three times. So he made contact with this massive object three times at the depth of 160 feet, 200 feet, and over 300 feet before the contact disappeared into the lock. Later in 1977, he went back to the lock with the help of Alastair Stevenson. It's the guy that was catching oh. the pike a couple of years later. Um, he went with the help of Alastair Stevenson to try the test again. Yet again, near the same spot as last time, they made contact with a massive object at the depth of 270 feet below the surface. This time, they took sonar readings while they were following the contact and found that there were actually holes in Loch Lochie to be over 2,000 feet deep in some places. If this is true, it's not proven to be true because this is just his sonar readings. He's like, well, this is what I say. If this is true, Loch Lochie is the deepest lake in Europe by far. But it's not proven. Mm. I mean, we talked about this in 
one of the other episodes about how there's so much of earth especially but like you know deep in the earth especially in the oceans i'm sure mm-hmm. that um we don't know what's down there so like 2000 feet below the surface in a lake who knows there could be a whole colony of of monsters of lock locky monsters well that's what i'm saying uh, I do have to say, not to sound like Leah when she was talking about Alaska, but I did go to this lock, and I wish I knew about Lizzie before I went there because I would have tried to, would have tried to take a little deep dive. But you know what? What are you gonna do? Did you see any weird wakes in the middle of the lake? Did you see any like weird stuff that you had seen? Anything? It was um, it was pretty vast. There were some strange waves. So thinking back. I don't know. I should have been on the lookout for more driftwood. Overturned trees and rowboats. Overturned trees and, and rowboats, yeah. <laughs> it, it it could be possible that this guy who went fishing that said he found what looked to be an overturned rowboat and started pushing him could very well have been just an overturned rowboat that he caught on his line. And he's like, this ain't no pike. And it's like a boat. Yeah. This looks like an overturned rowboat. I got bad news for you, Alistar. It is an overturned rowboat. It is an overturned are we ready to hear the next the next cryptid? Yeah. Are we yeah. ready? All right. So interestingly enough, my next cryptid, the Thetis Lake Monster, is more so a humanoid rather than a lake monster, but still a lake monster nonetheless. So this would have been perfect. Humanoid. For Shout Gavin's out humanoid episode. episode. Well, I saved it. I saved it for you. Oh yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you for that, Gavin. Thank You're you welcome. for saving it for me. So the Thetis Lake Monster is found on Vancouver Island in Canada. The monster is described as being five foot tall, and it resembles a reptilian human with barbed spikes and a large head. The first sighting of the monster came August 22nd, 1972, when two local teens claimed to have been chased from the beach at Thetis Lake by a creature which roughly resembled Gilman from the creature of the Black Lagoon. Or from the photos that I've seen, it really looks like that reptile monster from Monsters vs. Aliens. Do you know what the Black Lagoon looks like? The creature, the creature from the, from black, the lagoon? black lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. 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 That's so what it's supposed to look like. That's what this okay, is. Well, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. For those yeah. listening, check out the at the Strange World podcast. We'll put a picture. We will put a picture of this one on there. One of the teenagers claimed to have been slashed on the hand by the creature, which displayed three webbed toes and fingers, along with barbed fins on its skull, arms, and legs, prompting an investigation by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. It was described to be roughly triangular in shape, about five foot, five feet tall and five feet across the base. I have no idea what that's supposed to look like. Is it just like a square? (laughs) At the time, the officer stated that the boy seemed sincere. And until we determine otherwise, we have no alternative but to continue our investigation. Four days after the story was reported, two men claimed to have spotted the creature on the opposite side of the lake from its first appearance. According to one, quote, it came out of the water and looked around. Then it went back in the water. Then we ran. The boys described the creature as shaped like an ordinary body, like a human like a human being body, but it had a monster face and it was scaly, with a point sticking out of its head and great big ears. They believed the creature had a human-like face, although it appeared to have been scaly and silvery blue colored skin. The creature is also said to be a relative of the chupacabra. Funny thing, the chupacabra, I did an episode on that a couple weeks ago uh, called... Uh, Aliens. aliens. It was a cryptid's aliens. aliens. Hey. Another week after this first sighting and the investigation is still going on, another week later, a man was said to have said that his four-foot-long lizard went missing, and the police closed the investigation saying that the lizard 
man was just the lost pet of this guy. Um, however, many locals didn't buy the story, and the lizard man was never found. Interesting. I feel like the uh, the Thetis Lake monster and any of these creature of the Black Lagoon esque monsters. It's all very similar to the Swamp Monsters. I talked about in the plant one. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of crossover. So we made a lot of arguments last week about how could it just been some guy with some moss on him or whatever. Definitely check that episode out. I'm not going to go into it now. Mm. However, this one is a little bit different than the swamp monster. It definitely looks more fish or reptilian because it's not that it's covered in moss like the swamp monsters were. It's definitely looks. Oh, like this a... is like a full-on like fish guy, like yeah. coming out of the water. Like this is this is like terrifying. If you were yeah. on that bank of that, lake oh yeah, and you see some cool. lizard dude. Be cool. Yeah. For this lake monster, the Canadian lizard man. I mean, I keep a hot distance, but I mean, like if I saw it in like a camera lens, I'd be like, dope. In reality, yeah. I would love to see like all this stuff, but I'd like to see it from a safe distance. Ideally, six feet distance, but... Well, you want a social distance, then. Yeah, I want a social distance. At least okay. six feet for me. Well, it's interesting. Uh, so, this monster was sighted four times. Two of the sightings that people actually came forward and said, yeah, we were lying about it. It's a hoax. But the other two, we have no idea. So, whether those two were also hoaxes, or those two were like the kids that were... um. Like they said that like this guy had a lizard. Like I'm I'm doing some research here. The guy had a tigu lizard, and when you look up tigu lizard, it is a very large lizard that could probably be like seen as a monster coming out. Like if you're like a little kid in the 70s yeah. and you're seeing this thing coming out of the water, you're like that is 100% a lake monster. It's not a person. It doesn't look like a person. There's no spikes or anything like that. So it's, I'm hard. I, I'm having a hard time seeing how this could be mistaken for that. But mm -hmm. like again, people's stories get crazy, and over time they get crazier. And so maybe this Tigu lizard, the one that escaped this dude, could have been the Thetis Lake monster. Or maybe there is a Thetis Lake monster. I, who knows? Who's to say? Uh, Who's we should say? say maybe. Do you want to say? That's what Do I you want to say. Well, when we go to Canada, to Vancouver Island, we'll figure it out, and we'll get back to you guys. I'll join you. Yeah. Oh, you're coming. Who's gonna hop in the water first? You. We're all gonna. Are you gonna, gonna go? We're all gonna jump in and hold hands. We're all gonna jump in and hold hands. Okay, because if you don't, I'm locking my feet around both of you and I'm dragging you in. Can you can you go fishing for the Thetis Lake monster and have it pull your rowboat like all the way around the lake and like have that you go, would like, be dope too. I want to do that and I want to <laughs> give it a big hug from a social distance standpoint. It might be a little slimy. So the next one. This is probably the most famous one that I'm going to be talking about. I was actually going to do this one before in another episode, but I decided to do the Loch Ness Monster instead. So this is just just goes to show how famous this monster is. I've actually heard of this one before. I'm sure you guys have heard of this one before. Possibly the most well-known lake monster, aside from Old Nessie, is Champ, the lake monster of Lake Champlain in New York. I actually don't. You say it's the most famous but I don't know if I've heard of Champ. I mean, I've heard of it because you've talked about it, but I don't think I have. Are you serious? Gavin, where have you been? Get with the time. Obviously, yeah. I've been too busy at Lock Lock. Lock Locky. That's true. You've been at, you've been at Lake Lakey. Too, too busy being at Lake Lakey and not at Lake Champ. I'm not near any lakes. I'm near the coast, so I'm not near, I'm near beaches. Maybe we'll have to do beach monsters. 
That's just the British uh, invasion. Okay. So while there's no concrete scientific evidence for the monster, obviously because it's a cryptid, um, there are over 300 sightings over the years of this mythical beast. So there's been a Ooh. lot of people that have seen this thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about how like when like when it's like ah oh, two kids saw something, whatever. But when it's like a few hundred, or when you're doing the chupacabra and you were like two thousand, ah, well. This is this is my 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 thinking of why something like this would have because I'm sure the Loch Ness monster has probably over five billion sightings because it's like wow. everyone because it's like you have this monster a couple of people see it everybody wants there to be something that we don't know about out there everyone loves that mysterious like what's out there that I don't understand so when something comes out that there's a monster living in this lake seemingly pleasant lake there's a monster living in there people are gonna want to see it so the brain's yeah. gonna be like I'm gonna look for everything that i can find that might say that there's a, a monster in this lake so if you see like a log that's moving up and out of the water like bobbing and weaving and sinking and jumping you're going to be like that's 100 champ right there yeah that's fair you know but that's what you would do and that's what the other fifteen thousand people that visit this place see instead of the 300 sightings so yeah um well the first sighting um in 1977, amateur photographer Sandra Mancy released a photograph that appeared to show a plesiosaur-like body and a neck sticking out of the lake. Mancy later showed the photo, which is similar to the famous Sturgeon's photo of Loch Ness Monster, to Joseph W. Zarzinski. The entire bay of the lake where the photograph reportedly was taken is actually no deeper than 14 feet. So this thing is either skinny or it's not real. Short king. Short king, short king. We no short shaming. According to Joe Nickel, there are a few explanations for how a giant creature could swim, let alone hide in such shallow water. Furthermore, it has been suggested that the object in the photograph could possibly be a rising tree trunk or a log. Rotting trees often gather gas in the process of decay and sometimes rise to the water surface at considerable speed. Yeah, I feel like all of them are probably just at the end of the day logs. But like you said, people when they want to see something and are looking for something and think something's there. Their mind will play tricks on them. So there's some more sightings in, of Champ. There's not a lot of descriptions. There's not a lot of history, but Champ, it's a lot of sightings, a lot of stories. Champ reportedly can be seen in a video taken by a fisherman, Dick Affalter, and his stepson, Pete Baudet, uh, in 2005. Close examination of the images may be interpreted as either a head and neck of a plesiosaur-like animal, and even an open mouth in one frame and a closed mouth in another, or as a fish or eel. So this one's interesting because... The photos, if you look at them, one has the mouth open and one has the mouth closed, which means that the mouth was moving. Yeah. It reminds me of the pants that we were talking about a couple weeks ago, where like the alien pants that was walking around the guy's front lawn, like obviously that was an edited video. So this one's interesting because it actually has the mouth moving. So maybe you're like, wow, is this a fish? Is it an eel? Is it alive? Is it a tree? What is it? Although two retired FBI forensic image analysis reviewed the tape, said it appears authentic and unmanipulative. One of them added that, quote, there is no place in there that I can actually see an animal or any other object on the surface. Emma, yeah, it's just the FBI. What, yeah, do, what they do they know? know? What do they know? The Federal Bureau of Investigation. Maybe they're trying to hide it. Maybe. It's a cover. They're real. So you have the Federal Bureau of Investigation. You know what else is a bureau? The stuff I put my clothes in. All right. Uh -huh. That's also a bureau. Yeah. So Same level. Like, what do they what do? They do? What are you what just are they laundry sucks. guys? Big whoop. Hey, I got an underwear drawer for you. Ah. We are losing this episode. So any more pieces of evidence or sightings? Uh, there's one more. 
Um, one more piece of evidence, though not a sighting per se, it is the recording of echolocation from within the lake by a Fauna Communications Research Institute in 2003, working as part of a Discovery Channel program. So we all know how credible the Discovery Channel is. Um, this group has concluded that the sounds that they have recorded are similar to that of a beluga whale or perhaps an orca, but not of a known animal, and no dolphin or whale species has been previously known to live in that lake. So they found something, they heard something, and they're like, what is this? Is this a, a whale? Is this a dolphin? There's no whales in this lake. It's got to be Nessie. I mean, it's got to be Champ. That's that's an interesting point with this, because, I mean, there were uh, the people in the other lakes using the sonar and stuff. But to to look at the set, recording the sounds in the lake and then hearing something that doesn't sound like something that should be there. That's very interesting. We had an episode like this, didn't we? Where we talked about mysterious sounds. We did unexplained sounds. Check it and out. And there was one, if I remember, there was one that was like the bloop. And it sounded like this gigantic whale that was like, if this was real, it would be like the size of like a nuclear submarine. Or well, like there were a would... lot in the ocean. There were a lot of weird sounds in the ocean. Yeah. I think I think the bloop actually ended up being glaciers moving. I, I think, think that's so. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. We had there was uh, sounds in space, in the ocean, animal sounds. Check it out, unexplained sounds. Cool Leah, what do you think about Champ? I mean, yeah, like I said, like I like him. I'd go swimming in a lake with him, and he sounds friendly. So I mean, overall, and yeah, I have heard about him. So, and his name is Champ. I know. It's a great name. About it. It's a good animal name for sure. That's what uh, Biden's dog's name was. Which, if you haven't listened to uh, Presidents of the Pups, go check that out. Pups of pups of the president. Pups of the presidents. Exactly. <laughs> and that was we. And that was before uh, before Joe Biden was even in office. So in a few decades, when there's more presidents, we'll have to do a part two with more uh, pets. Pups of the presidents. When there's new presidents. So that's Champ. We love Champ. So those are lake monsters. Those are three of them. There's thousands of lake monsters out there. I mean, I I was going through Scotland and there was like a lake monster for every single lock that Literally. was in there. So so these mm -hmm. are just three of them. Um, I just may you know maybe talk about which our favorite ones. Gavin, what's your favorite lake monster I talked about today? Oh, I think I gotta go with Thetis Lake Monster uh, because it's like the creature of the Black Lagoon. I think that it's dope and it's different because it's not just like you know the dragon esque lake monster that just looks like a big serpent. Like this, I like the reptilian creature type of thing. I think it's dope and uh, like Leah, I will happily meet it, but at, from at least a six feet distance. You don't want to catch COVID. You don't know where that thing's been. I know. Yeah, I don't know what's in the what's in the lakes. I don't want to catch anything. Leah, what about you? I liked all of them. I like the Black Lagoon spinoff because I just think that's like pretty dope. I like Champ because that's like an original as well, even though it may not be as big as Nessie. But I also like the big one in the water where you could put a fishing rod in and just take off. That's also Lizzie. Awesome. Lizzie. I Lizzie. like that. Yeah. I really like Lizzie. I, I really like Lizzie. I feel that like was you fun. have a fun time with it. Yeah. yeah. I say it because I don't know if it's a girl or boy, so I don't want to. Well, I yeah, said man. she because the name is Lizzie. I just said, you know, maybe. You never know. Um, I also really like how Lizzie lives in Loch Lochy, which sounds like Lake Lakey. And it's I do like a that. great name for a lake. It's like yeah. Lake Lake. I also love how in the Thetis Lake Monster, they were talking about the two kids that found the thing, and then the guy, like, a week later was like, oh, yeah, my reptile ran away. And they were like, and the cops immediately were like, oh, yeah, that's just... Oh, that's, that's, there it is. 
that's just his lizard. And every, the kids, I'm sure the kids were like, I, I swear to God, I didn't see a lizard. I saw a lizard man. Maybe the kids were right. Who knows? Maybe they were right. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? For this strange world, I'm Chris. I'm Leah. And I'm Gavin. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Be sure to hit that follow. Be sure to hit that like and rate and review it and subscribe. And <laughs> Be sure to rate and review, subscribe, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we should... I guess they would already be listening at this point, so we don't need to tell them. Right, right. Stay strange. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And now it's time for the sources. Chris, I don't know if you've been to all these lakes that we talked to. I wouldn't be shocked. As someone who's been to Loch Ness and Loch Ness. I know you've Loch been to Le- Lake Lake, though. Loch Lochie. Where did you where did you hear about these guys? Unless you've seen them. Um, I'm not going to discredit actually- you. I found uh, a lot of these, uh, at most of them, uh, all of them, actually. I saw all of them from uh, the same website that I saw, the ones that I saw last week from. Uh, that is the cryptids.fandom.com. Uh, I got Champ. I got the Thetis Lake Monster. And I also got Lizzie from the same website, too. Um, in the epilogue, we're going to talk about another thing. We also got that source from this website as well i got the definition the very good definition of what uh a cryptid is from the merriam-webster dictionary and uh gavin you actually supplied me with the lake monster definition where'd you get that one from uh i got it from the lake monster page on cryptidsfandom.com no way yeah this We're is big this fans. is awesome this big is plug to cryptids.fandom.com we love you want to sponsor us dope we're here yeah they can sponsor us i don't think they make any money Probably not, because you know, Wikipedia's don't really make anything. Anyway, Leah. Yeah. We were gonna do this cryptid season. You were like, there's a cryptid that I wanna talk about. And uh, it just so happened to be a lake monster. So it's uh, it's a, I'm shocked that after four years of being there, we never saw this lake monster. But what is this lake monster that you're so excited to talk about? Okay, so this lake monster is called Old Greenie. Old Greenie is a cryptid from Cayuga Lake. The river is the longest of western New York's glacial finger lakes and the second largest in surface area. Legends of a large serpent-like creature dwelling in this glacial lake can be tracked back to the 1800s. And according to a January 5th, 1897 Ithaca Journal article, their staff has been living in a daily anticipation of Old Greenie's appearance and have actually rejected assignments which would take them near the water's edge for fear of the beast. So we will have the link as well if you guys want to check it out. But shout out to my Ithaca Cayuga fam. Oh yeah, I had to toss in. If, I mean, if we're talking about how like pretty much every single lake has a lake monster, we gotta toss in Cayuga Lake. I know, and it's not a, it's not a not well-known monster it's, it's a, actually pretty it, well known yeah probably because it's in one of the bigger finger lakes but yeah. I, i'm sure each finger lake has its own little monster but because it's one of the bigger ones then and longest ones they rightfully so have their own and because it was first written about in 1897 so that's pretty pretty long dated back mm-hmm. well this has been the epilogue uh another banger episode chris we're about about halfway through the main season that's true. Before we do bonus episodes, because you That's know us. True. Crazy. Leah, you're going to be doing the next episode. Do you want to tease it at all? I'm blanking out what the topic is. Hold on, I just closed it. You're doing um, 
Gotta make sure not to get lost in the clouds. Head in the clouds. Yeah. Yeah. All the way. Keep, uh, I mean, I'm on cloud nine when I read this stuff, but I don't know about Whoa. it. Whoa. That's a good one. Crypt is about one. clouds? What? We're talking about crypt clouds? <laughs> I'm on cloud nine, yeah, so. Just have to listen next week to find out. Yup, so enjoy. Bye. Get ready. Bye. This podcast was produced by Gavin Berger, Leah Ettinger, and Chris Ash. Our theme song is by DJ Kai Song, and our logo is designed by Michael Zilvetti. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and check out more episodes of This Strange World available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at This Strange World Podcast and on Twitter at This Strange Pod. If you have any other ideas for future episodes, let us know. You can DM us on our social medias or email hello at thisstrangeworldpodcast.com.